1: Please don't end it on a bad note. I... Let's end it positively. Hey, I really liked it. I thought it was about as good as The Northman. Oh my god!
0: Oh, Lord. Uh, we, this we're is da not... da day. Yeah, sorry if we're coming, uh, coming across as... A little bit lethargic right now we we ate a lot of meat yesterday like we ate, went to texas day of brazil a steakhouse stuffed our faces and low energy right now but we're gonna fabricate it for you so don't worry
1: <laughs> well honestly we kind of need a little bit of uh low energy because after we saw this movie we're a little heated you know Th- that was a little heated conversation yeah
0: and I was very surprised myself. Yeah. So I'm first. I'm, I apologize if you clicked on this video, and we're looking for both people here to be super positive about it because we're going to get into it. But I did not like this movie one bit. Yeah. I and Richie, Richie likes it. I liked it quite a bit. Yeah. And we're let's let's first give a little spoiler free spoiler overview. Free. And this is going to be real quick. How would you explain the Northman trailer only version?
1: The movie is based on the story that Hamlet is based on. It's a Norse, uh, you know, Viking story about revenge, conquering fate, you know, killing the man who killed your father. Basic trailer stuff.
0: Yep. Right in the trailer, you see the uncle kills the father of the young boy, and it's a big vengeance story of, you know, avenging your father, uh, saving your mother, and killing Fjolnir is the uncle's name. Yeah. Pretty epic trailer. Uh, Hands down. That that trailer got me so excited. Maybe this affected my review as well, but I was so excited going into the film because that trailer, both of them, I -hmm. was awestruck by. It was really good. So that's a quick spoiler overview. Do you real quick want to give what was your overall rating? I'll give my rating. Yeah. And we have a specific uh, category system. So first, what is your your category by category? And then we'll give our overall out of 10 rating of the Northman.
1: Uh, for emotional impact, I gave it an 8. A For characters, a 7. Plot, 8 again. Dialogue, 7.5. And cinematography, a 9 for
0: an average score of 7.9. So 7.9 out of 10, The Northman. <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool. You can click off the video here if you just want to <laughs> end it positively. Uh, so I gave The Northman emotional impact a 1.5. This is a scale of 10, by the way. Uh, characters is 0.5 plot a one dialogue a 3.5 cinematography an 8.5 for a total score the northman is a three out of ten thirty percent rating and that's our spoiler free rating yeah. review we're, I, we're I gonna get past, into it
1: past this point it's spoilers i'm not gonna be able to really uh Let's fight! It's time. Talk about it without spoilers. Ding ding ding! Let's go. All right. So, right out. So this is your warning. Spoilers from here on out. Spoilers. You've had. You've been warned. All right, that's enough time. Okay. So, it is. That score is so low that it baffles me, because I can think of so many worse movies than this movie. There's so many. Yeah. No, you can't, because you gave it a point five on characters. On characters. I can yes. give on on emotional impact, you gave it a one. Really? You didn't find some of it exciting. 1.5. One point five.
0: One point. One point five. Decimal point five. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. So there were there were I'll tell you how about the positives from me? We'll start with that. The twist with the mother of her not loving the father and like her actually wanting the uncle to kill the son. Mm-hmm. And uh, by the way, the actor Al- uh, Alexander Skarsgård, he's pretty great and stuff. And
1: by the way, I'm not going to get any of the names for any of the actors I or ma- anything. I made sure to write I'm them I'm not good it. at names.
0: But Nicole Kidman's the mother. She plays mm-hmm. the mother in this film. And so her twist there, I thought it was interesting. And I like some of the action sequences where, you know, he had the heart. Or said I have the heart, and he was charging down the hill. A couple of those I was like, oh cool, where's this going? Or the game, the game that they played, uh, where you had to whack the ball into the stick. Yeah. So I was I was kind of excited about that. But you, it, for those who don't know me, I I am very character driven about movies or films, anything that I consume. Characters mean the world to me, and I'm interested to see your take in this because. I thought it was completely void of any characters that I cared one bit about. I watched from start to finish this film, not even caring about the outcome.
1: I'll be honest, it really does depend on the film. It, some films are character-focused. Some are more situational or plot. The reason why I enjoyed the movie is how unapologetically Viking it was. Like You get some Viking media. Like it, It's honestly i think kind of small like there's a couple tv shows but it's not a big it's not really delved into in modern media and when it is it's pretty westernized like it is it's modernized i guess not westernized and you see um, vikings with like strong moral ethic and you know they're, they're actually like a good they're a hero they're like the protagonist or you know you see far more of a bastardization of the Viking culture where like the Vikings wiped out because of their culture. Like they were such a brutal honor list, honor centered society that they basically killed each other to death. Like they wiped each other out. Nobody was good people. Nobody. They, They all sucked by our standards. And so what I got from the Northmen was a far more historically accurate interpretation of, vikings and more my, viking mythology so i love the mysticism and just this focus on the character be being an animal not even a human he's an animal and the story is him conquering fate choosing fate and basically becoming a man that's what i got out of it okay. i i liked how brutal it was and i liked i was just kind of engrossed with the whole world and what these characters were doing
0: the one thing we'll both agree on in this review is the cinematography was really good i mean it it had some great uh practical effects too like i can remember the scene with i I hope it was practical effects because it looked like it It was really good but the intestines just coming out after he slashed them Mm. you have some cool uh some cool visuals the last final fight scene uh where it's the gates of hell and the cool backdrops and hills and I I like that. The cinematography is great, but cinematography for me doesn't make a movie. It could look great, but if I don't enjoy it, there's going to be other problems with it.
1: Wouldn't you have to agree that there are, there's not just like one way for a movie to like grab your attention. Yeah. Like it's not just a very enthralling character. It can be an enthralling world or a story being told. I mean, there's plenty Uh of movies out there. And honestly, Shakespeare, like, some, some of his stories are more character-focused, like Macbeth. Macbeth is like all about Macbeth and Lady Macbeth. But Hamlet, I, I guess a bit more than this movie, but it's definitely more about revenge and what that does to somebody and what that does to anybody. There, there are um, stories which is far more of a self-insert story. Yeah. You're not supposed to empathize with the character per se, uh, we were talking before about Dunkirk. On the reason why Dunkirk's a good movie and I think a really good war movie is it doesn't focus on a soldier. It focuses on the army and the people as a
0: general group. It's not as individual focused. So I'm gonna about I'm gonna discredit myself even more to the viewer here. I also didn't like Dunkirk. So I I am very character driven when it comes to movies. But the difference I even I. I thought Dunkirk was alright. But you understand how that kind like of pigeonholes it. you
1: into a... like yeah. That's the only way you can enjoy a movie. No, like there's not, other it, artistics. Like Fantasia I, yeah, is yeah. wonderful. It's not a character-driven movie. It's true, more true. artistically speaking. I can it.
0: enjoy Dunkirk way more than I enjoyed The Northman. The Northman, to me, is the worst movie I've seen in... Since we've been reviewing movies, uh, like we have a review system that we've been doing for a couple of years. I've not rated anything lower since The Northman. It's that bad to me. And it's not mm-hmm. just the characters. It's my emotion toward the movie of, of whether I'm enjoying it and also the plot. And the world building around it, I didn't think did it any favors. So the the very first hint I got that I wasn't going to enjoy this movie is as soon as I saw the barking scene where the father burps and then the kid just farts and then Willem Dafoe's doing this whole mystical thing, I was I was instead of me being intrigued or like that being world building to me, I was just taken back like, Oh, okay. That's that's strange.
1: I'll be honest, that's the when mon- the movie actually got me. Like yeah. I was more interested in the film at that point. I just thought it was really different. Huh. Of I-, I kinda saw where it was going yeah. a little bit of you think a worse director or a worse story, kind of a watered down version would be, you know, the father tells the son of like, you must be honorable. You will avenge my death and like, kind of trying to seem regal and honorable, like a, a, a noble man. Yeah, that's not what the movie gave us. It gave us, you know, the polar opposite. Like, not avenge your honorable father. No, you are a wolf. You are an animal, a beast, and you will not let you will not let uh, vengeance die and. Just this kind of weird twist of like, okay, that clearly set up, this is not a man, he's an animal. That's what he's focused on, this is what his father's trying to make him be. And clearly it messes with him, like he's not well-adjusted, he's even in his own group of people. Yeah. By the end, his arc is to basically become a man, not beast. And that's what he learns on the whole journey that's what i uh, especially what i got out of it and and especially when he starts off on his journey he thinks oh i have to do this because of fate and guilt also fate and guilt as he goes on and oh of course this is what i have to do because of fate by the end it's not fate leading him it's his choice to choose fate for a from human manly cause to protect his family not what, just follow. What
0: other characters did you enjoy?
1: I liked the uncle, actually, quite a Fjolnir. bit. Yeah, Fjolnir? Yeah, Um I liked... Uh, did you like Nicole Kidman's character? The mother. Character, oh, the yeah. Mother? She, she was interesting. Uh, like, creepy. Creepy and weird, in a way. But um, I, I guess the character I I liked but wasn't super intrigued with was the, the blonde-haired woman.
0: The love interest,
1: the love interest, played by it,
0: Anya Taylor Joy,
1: very very beautiful, and I, I mean served the role well. Actually, she really acted very well, like the, her
0: emotional scenes. Believe it or emotional. not, you know who I thought acted the best mm-hmm. in the entire film was when they were creating the pyre to uh, after feeling near the uncle's son died, and yeah. They were burying him. The woman who is singing. Do you remember the woman singing? And then and, she sacrificed. And sacrificing yeah. herself and. I don't know why, but her being there for a minute, I actually Honestly, the acting throughout the movie like that. was
1: very good. And honestly, I I came out of that movie kind of looking at going, oh yeah, no wonder the Viking culture just basically wiped itself out. It didn't work out, yeah. Like, it, it it is a it is a signature glaring flaw in the in their people. And that's so what I really enjoyed about it. So and also a little bit of history of like, oh, it's the story, Hamlet's based on.
0: It made me looking- feel good not to be a Viking and lived around that time. <laughs> yeah. I felt pretty good. Like, I'm, oh, good time to live in right now. Uh, what else did you enjoy? Well,
1: I really enjoyed the mysticism aspect. Okay. I'm glad it had more of that in there. It just felt, uh, especially because the characters were not as focused on. It, it wasn't as, as much of a character uh struggle and driven story that it felt like a mythology it wasn't a movie about vikings it was a movie about viking mythology yeah and okay. it felt like it was taken out of a storybook or told around a campfire gotcha and that's what i liked about it that was kind of neat and cool to watch okay so you like the ending too
0: yeah i actually did quite like the ending okay so it's a good recommendation you'd say watch it yeah, watch it. It's a time. fun time.
1: It's a fun experience. Okay.
0: okay. I, I see all your, your point of view there. Mm-hmm. That's, that's interesting. So pretty positive overall. Viking movie, revenge. Cool. Yeah. Did it exceed your expectations going in? No, no, didn't. If anything, like,
1: my, my hype for the trailer was, like, I'm hoping this is my 10 out of 10 movie that I'm going to watch every year. Yeah. And it's not that movie. I'd watch it again. I, I enjoyed it. It's a good movie, not a great movie, is what you'd say. It's a really I think it's a really good movie. Okay. Um again, I gave it seven point nine, so that's don't know exactly what word to use for that, yeah, but yeah, yeah. It's on the not, cusp of very
0: good I'd say. Yeah. It's it, eight I'd say, Oh, that's solid, but
1: yeah, it's it's on the cusp of being like great. Okay. But it's very good.
0: And this director, yeah. by the way, Robert Eggers, this is <clears> I think his third big movie he had, we haven't seen the other two. Which yeah, I guess the Lighthouse and
1: there's something else. The Witch. I the think Witch. The
0: Witch was his first in 2015. The Lighthouse came out in 2019, and this is his latest. He's known and for being a weird director. A weird director, and I'll say this. So Rotten Tomatoes' critic score is 89%, and right when it dropped, I remember we saw the audience score for mm-hmm. The Northman was around 80-something percent on Rotten Tomatoes. I just checked today, and today, as of what's day, April twenty fourth, mm-hmm. it's down to sixty seven percent. So it's been declining. Doesn't, doesn't which, surprise me. I mean, it's a weird movie. How, I mean, it's so, not tradition.
1: Right. It's not like our traditional hero. It doesn't have, visually
0: speaking, it looks a little mm-hmm. weird. So understand. At it. It. Same time on IMDb, there's a seven point nine rating. Which is pretty good for I M T B. That is literally about, my score is yeah, seven point nine. Exactly. Right. So you're you're right on par with the audience. I am on touch with the people. And you, you are you I got a pulse. You represent I got a the, pulse people. On the people. I represent nobody. <laughs> 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 and I'll i will I've been trying – you know, I wanted to keep this positive so all the people are like, oh, yeah, look. There's this guy who loves all the right. movie too. Now I want to try I, to get I a gave, little negative, okay? I gave all my positive aspects for oh,
1: it. Oh, here we go. Give me,
0: give me the negative. Convince oh, me on why boy. I'm so wrong. Well, there's no way I'm going to convince you. I, the whole point of this podcast so I could talk to myself. So I'm going yeah. to just – oh, God. Where do I start? So the reason I gave characters so low, the plot so low, is right from the beginning – We're introduced to the boy, and his father suddenly dies. Uncle kills him, and then we're off. And then Mm -hmm. there's a big-time jump from boy to adult, and then we see him slaughtering a bunch of people. So the problem I had with that jump, and I'll get into so much more, but, for example, the big reveal later with the mother Mm -hmm. didn't hit as hard because we saw the mother in one scene, maybe? Uh, like uh, Her two scenes, because then she was uh, screaming, but turns out she was laughing from the boys' point of view, as they're going out of the village. We didn't see enough of them for me to care. Like, and I'll I'll compare this, and the reason I'm comparing this is Gladiator is my second favorite movie of all time behind Lord of the Rings. Mm -hmm. Gladiator is the perfect revenge movie. It's almost a perfect movie. I'd give it like a 9.9 out of 10. And what Gladiator does, which I understand these are different movies, but just in this aspect, Gladiator does, is you set up the king in Gladiator, has enough of a relationship with Maximus, uh that when the betrayal when the king dies it actually hits you a bit and you're like wow this was a good king and the vengeance sequence means something and there's so, so on and so forth but the big time jump uh from boy to adult and then we see him slaughtering people i felt for the boy i, I didn't feel anything for our main character because our main character is just slaughtering people as well and then going on and and Oh my god, I have so much to say. I'm sorry. I'm got, I'm rambling everywhere, but first I also want to say, the whole reason he kind of goes on this journey afterwards when he's slaughtering people in the village, is this seer, like that magic person is mm-hmm. in the room and then says this stuff like, oh, you have to fulfill your fate. And so he goes, oh, that's right, my fate, and then goes on this journey okay, to fulfill fate. Okay, that, that's it's that, reductionist. No, that's
1: misrepresentation. She's saying that you abandoned your word, you abandoned your father. And he's like, no, I didn't. And, He's combative with her. It's like, oh no, I I, I didn't abandon it. like I'm still keeping to it and saying, No, you've forgotten and you've you've abandoned your honor. There's no emotion and behind then that though. He's yelling at her and she gives him the opportunity like, okay, prove okay. it. Yeah, and I, then he goes but I, okay, I can't
0: I felt nothing because we just see him time jump from a boy to an adult where now he goes into here and sees this mysticism after we just saw a scene of him brutally killing people and I'm like, Okay, What's what's going on here? So his his journey into the, you know avenging his father, there's the, the emotion isn't there? Like I I was imagining this in the trailer. What got me so hyped is you have the the boy in the in the trailer going, I will avenge you, father. I will save you, mother. I will kill you, Fjölnir. And then it transitions right into him as an adult. I will avenge you, mother. I will sit. Say- so it has such a sick sequence. They're just in the trailer alone. I'm like, oh, he's so determined to have this revenge where in the movie, it was a bit disjointed. And small things like this, right? The boy and the father, when his father dies initially, mm-hmm. arrows come over and shoot the father in the head and the boy's just kind of there and they don't kill him. And they know he's there because they see him run off. And mm-hmm. the fact that you wouldn't make sure you kill the boy, it make it's just such a little plot hole that, shows the plot armor and I'm like come on you could have done better there's just small things like that shows you there's a lack of care in tying together the plot like really you shoot perfectly the father with two three arrows you see the boy right there and let's say and they did see him because the uncle then goes oh yeah the boy in the trees is watching right there then go kill him then you get off on this journey and I'm not feeling like I said I'll repeat this Alexander Skarsgård is a great actor and he's epic dude but he's not written well to where I'm caring about him avenging his father because I don't even know his father that well. I don't know his mother that well. I'm and he doesn't seem like a mm. good person in one bit, which it's a viking era thing. I guess
1: that's the thing is I connected with the character in a different way. Like I I wasn't I didn't connect with the character of like oh if I like I'm putting myself in Rishi's my like trying to like I want him to succeed in this way like I didn't connect that way of like ...putting myself behind the character's eyes and wanting the character to succeed. Okay. I was looking at it of, like, interesting of where it would go, like, oh my god, this, like, kind of twisted character, like, what is it going to become? And I kind of early on figured of like, animal to man journey, and so I wanted to see him, like, what tames him. Like, is he going to pursue this to his own death, which most likely will, of course, and so I was, I was what honestly him. interesting in the story of
0: how he would change. Okay. I, I wasn't like, he's not a good character. You like were he, interested in that. I was interested I mean, in that. It's, it's pr- I'm going to really be reductionist again, but it's a very typical, like, woman comes into play. Yeah. Great. And then, good. boom, done. It's like, that's
1: that's a classic mythos of, like, the woman tames man. If it's done Diane.
0: well. But this is, th- I think It's so, so was disjointed. Oh, well. well, yeah, to you. Okay,
1: here's the thing. If it, if you were to do a more traditional revenge plot where you empathize with the main character and you want them to succeed and kill the father and everything. The uncle. The the uncle. And you want him to avenge the father. You would actually spend way, way more time with the son. Yep. You would spend more time with them training and seeing them struggle to actually become up. You'd see more of their compassion, their human side, and them struggling with their compassion and their... Um, Bloodlust, hatred, yeah. hatred, yeah. That would be your tip, and then you'd focus a lot more on the villain, because they would matter. Like, you'd want that, you'd want the villain to die. This ain't that story. Mm-hmm. Like, this is far more of a critique of, like, you look at it, and the uncle is not, like, he's not the worst person in this Everybody's entire story. bad. Everyone's bad, so it's far more of a critique of, like, looking at it going, oh my god, everyone's killing each other over it just it's never ending cycle of violence like it is not a it's not a story where you're motivated for like oh i want the hero to kill the villain this just not it it's more of just an experience watching this viking awful person tear through and slowly become tamed through his humanity of like family a woman that he loves that's the story. I it's wasn't a even different there. The, the story. The
0: love, it, but even the parts that it's trying to do well, I don't think it does well. The love interest, I'm just like, okay, they're on a boat together and they start falling in love. Strong man, pretty woman. Yeah, there we go. It's all it's you just, need. It's really it's not all interesting you need, to Austin. Me. It's all you need. But when the when I don't care about the character, why do I care if he falls in love and there's this he's tamed and whatnot? It just meant nothing because I'm not there for the guy. I'm not there for any character. And I get mm-hmm. it. Blood and gore is great. Like I can, I yes, swords and this and that, and the cinematography, cool. But what's it come down to? I'm I'm just trying to find a part. Like I'm I'm trying to see where I can enjoy the movie, and I'm sitting there waiting for the moment to click, and it never did.
1: Maybe uh, for me, I when watching it, it felt so much like a story being told around a campfire, like little hearth. That's what for me. Like I I felt like I was watching like a myth. And with myths, like, it's, you know, the time jumps and the kind of all this blood virus, and then there's a pretty woman, He he gets, it It felt like a myth to me. Like, it wasn't, like, as much of a standard story. And that's what I, I, I was just kind of enchanted by it. Hmm. That's for me. Like, okay. So it's a, it's a myth, if, to be ultra-reductionist, it's a myth about a animal that becomes an actual man and does throw, does throw through love and family and conquering of fate. And the standard fate uh, storyline would be like um, you have, you have the story where a person resists fate and then goes with it and chooses it. You have the story where it does something because fate has willed it and then decides either to deny fate or accept it for their own reasons. This one is more of an, Going along with fate just because he has no control and then by the end oh I do I do have control I'm going to choose this for my family I don't know that, that's kind of like these epic tales
0: and myths oh boy where do I we're just on completely different pages about this story I guess honestly we really yeah really I mean
1: that, that's the thing is I, I don't just different interests my in the value story. my value from it doesn't come from like, yeah, I wouldn't want to, I, I don't think the main character is like a hero
0: or yeah, anything. I okay. don't, I don't think they're a pa- pause there. No person. pause there. Pause there. I absolutely love shows. Like, we watch the boys. Mm-hmm. The most interesting character that I keep watching for is Homelander, who is a villain, a terrible person. I'm not mm-hmm. rooting for Homelander, but I want him on screen. Game of Thrones, my favorite person, Peter Baelish. He's a plotter. He he's the reason mm-hmm. Ned Stark dies. He's evil and i want to see what his next move is he he's interesting homelander has this presence to him it's not even that i'm not rooting for the main character it's vapid i don't it's not a hate or a like for him it's a i'm watching this because it's gore on screen that's the difference so it's not that i can't watch it's not i have to have a hero's journey i have to have this at least make me if you want me to hate the guy make me really hate him but everyone's like him everyone's just a viking who's killing people i'm like i'm indifferent i'm just like okay so if that's the case at the end, when they when the uncle and him both die, all right, cool. Uh, do you get my perspective there in that? You don't have to agree with it. You don't have to agree I, with it, but yeah. do, you, do you see what I'm saying where it's not an emotion either direction? It's just a flat line of emotion. I think it's like, I did feel emotion No, that, it. That's, that's fine. That's the thing. That's is
1: fine, I, yeah. I I felt like the rage that he's coming through of just like, and... Seeing how wrong the world is, but also how epic and grand it could be. I i, I honestly, the best word for it is enchanted. I will I say, I, I hated the
0: it. CGI of the family bloodline tree, I did not like that at all. the mm. the him going up the line, and fair you know, enough. See, I was that was cool, okay.
1: What I will say is I liked just the look in the first time that came up, and it was the look into the heart and the chest yeah, opened yeah. up. That was that was cool. That was cool, that was that was cool. cool looking.
0: Okay. Oh man, what else about this story? That the ending with them both dying, I thought it was all right. But I thought I think I would have liked the movie ten times more if he died and he didn't kill the uncle. I think that would have been a more impactful message. The ending of the Norseman being fate, uh, like fate is not sealed. Fate is not permanent. Like, you, you can go on your fate and make the journey and still just... In this in this brutal world of Vikings, right? If the story really wants to stamp the message of just gore and blood and... But that's the thing. It's it, not... It, the story I mean, is a mythos. Yeah. Like, that what, would portray the story I, that they're trying to tell. Well, if if it was him that died and not the uncle, I think it would have been more impactful that, yes, he, he still sacrificed himself going to save his kids and wife that were going on the boat... But he didn't seal the fate of killing the uncle. It would have been more interesting to me. Oh, eh.
1: but I, just, I just completely disagree with you on that one. I okay. But uh, what, would yeah. you?
0: Did you like that they both died? Would you rather have just one die? You just liked how that ended.
1: It makes sense for them to both die okay. on that. Okay. Okay. He, he's injured. He knows he's probably gonna die on it, but he has to do it anyway. Mm. And this time, it's not just rage. It's some rage, of it, course. Is there a particular
0: part because since I read like I really hated this movie. So is there a, is there a specific point that you're surprised I didn't like, like a scene or a scene, like a part about the movie that you really liked and you're going, Austin, how do you not like this part about the movie?
1: I like uh, I thought the, oh man, I, honestly, I liked the animal stuff with Willem Dafoe. I liked um, I liked all the fight scenes of it. I thought that was really brutal. I liked the, um, let's see, I liked all the stuff on. Oh, I think one of my favorite was the the game he's playing as a slave, and he kills the person who killed his brother. I did mention that as
0: that being one of the scenes. I was like, that was that. I was interested while that was happening. I was more interested than other scenes. But I guess that's where the division is. If if anyone's going to walk into this movie, and you're coming from the perspective of. Uh, You know, there's blood gore and it's kind of not, you know, you're not going to get behind a character. It's not a character driven story, which will you agree with that? It's not really character driven or do you disagree? It's not the
1: specific character driven. Okay. The point is, honestly, the follies of Viking culture and the story of a man, like uh, a man who's more animalistic, turning from beast to man. And like how a lot of fairy tales, the main character isn't really fleshed out like you're not given too much of a backstory they're just the fairy tale figure
0: okay in that way like okay does th- this movie compare to gladiator action wise no on the same sure. level of like enjoyment story anything i i just don't closer it, than you definitely closer than i would say but i i put gladiator on a pedestal to the moon and this is I in, give this one a seven point
1: nine high. i give a gladiator, somewhere around like a nine point eight or something like that. Like <laughs> yeah. I like gladiator that's a not, lot.
0: That's not close. So that's a huge difference.
1: But you're saying you're going ten to like one. No. So nine point nine, not 9 saying, to three. But yes,
0: fair enough. Well, I still give closer. it.
1: I still give it a seven point nine. Like I still think it's really good. Like I really enjoyed it. Okay. Like it. it it's kind of like saying like, does this compare to Blues Brothers? No, of course not. Because
0: Blues Brothers is a ten out of ten. It's the perfect movie. <laughs> I don't know how you always swivel that in there. Every I conversation. can al- I
1: will always stand behind that. I, I will have I honestly want to have a movie debate on that and I can hold up my opinion.
0: I don't doubt you. But I feel okay, yeah. I feel like on the North and we're missing like one last thing. Yeah, or I guess mm. we're just at a I didn't like the movie, you liked the movie, and that's it. But Honestly, it makes sense how
1: you have not that you did not enjoy Dunkirk now. Like I think yeah your enjoyment is heavily dependent on character intrigue like the specific character you want to like it's be a, in, you want to be invested in a spe- the specific character, any character one way or the other
0: uh, yeah i'm interested in the story of the character and the emotion and the message that comes from that character Where, so a character i believe I is dri- a character drives the message of a story and the message really hits home if i care about the character thing is so there, the there's message
1: artistic works that can do that in Different well, well here's the thing
0: The Dorfman, Why I really didn't like it Is The message of it It's that bestiality Not sorry Not bestiality It's being a beast Versus uh, Your human nature Would you say so What's the message Of the Northman Could you give me A quick beast summary Beast to man Beast to man Right Which message Could be great Right Message is there For me The message Doesn't hit home If I care nothing About the journey And the character That got there Which you cared About the character more Right that's, that's simply it but since I had absolutely nothing behind any character whatsoever at any point in any physical realm, mental capacity, anything, when that message is there at the end, I just don't care about it all right, I guess that we're at an impasse we are at an impasse, and I'm so glad we're disagreeing on stuff because until <laughs> we did this podcast, we were Richie and I agreed on a lot of movie takes, and we were yeah, like yeah. we were a little nervous coming on the podcast like man, we're just going to keep agreeing back and forth about movies yeah. and our friendship's declining. Oh, it's plummeting. We are... We're at a rift, and if we don't have episodes coming out soon, you know why. Because uh, I, there's I really, some friction.
1: I really can't wait to talk about everything,
0: everywhere, all at once. You're going to break my heart. Oh, I know. We're going to talk about... I think it's an episode <laughs> after, after Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness comes out. We're going to compare that with everything, everywhere, all at once. Spoiler alert. Okay, this isn't a spoiler, but spoiler to our podcast and my take everything everywhere all at once is my third favorite movie of all time I treasure it forever thank you thank you for bringing this to us that I had such a great cinematic experience P- please don't end it on a bad note I... let's end it positively hey I really liked it I thought it
1: was about as good as the Northman oh my god, <laughs> oh my god! that's what I had.
0: I think that about wraps it up for this podcast today. (laughs) And if there's not another episode up, you guys know why. So, (laughs) (laughs) later.